0: Sup fam! Welcome to Mental Dumbbells, episode thirty nine.
1: Yes, ah. first time we don't need to check back because we not yeah, need, don't need it just to now. check
0: back because we prepped. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have uh, a very nice guest. I Met this guy at climbing. Uh, I didn't know he was famous before I uh, before I talked to him. But uh, uh, apparently he's a director and a uh, producer. I don't know what a uh, writer, 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 writer. writer. Yeah. <laughs> he's a pro gamer. Uh, tzai-kia. Uh on the keyboard, he played uh Call of Duty, uh but mainly mini Starcraft, and uh he played a Valorian now. Eh, hey, Valor, right? Velor.
2: <laughs> Valorant, yeah, uh, Valorant Valorian oh, yeah. now.
0: Yeah. Uh, but uh yes, he's a cool guy, and today uh we're gonna talk to him about how he is, what he does, and yeah, it's gonna be a good time, fan. Yeah, yeah okay, okay. <laughs> but but before we start, because uh, I know we 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 sort of like you know, we we steady to talk already, so I think we get the get the can out oh, the way first, ah, Okay.
1: Alright. What what is
0: this? Uh, uh okay. Thomas don't have can, so sh- you open your plastic bottle, lah. <laughs>
1: okay. But you must you must oh. take the sound of yeah, Oh. The, the okay, okay. 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 I get it. I get it. Okay. get
0: your I get it. Get it. Two,
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just 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 do a good episode. Yes. 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 Yes.
2: Cute, cute, cute. cute. What <laughs> wow, on your vintage clothes there? Eh? Yes, Well know.
0: What happened?
1: Since then, I didn't see your vintage clothes. I didn't. I didn't get to see it. Okay. okay. So okay. guys, Shen is wearing his vintage clothes. passed oh, on Two cool, gen- generations. Number cool. one. No, oh. yeah. so nice. if we if we talk, then the, the zoom screen will always Man. be on our face. Sen, say yeah. something. <laughs> hey, see, I don't think they catch it. Eh
0: hey,
1: hey, okay okay I talk I talk I turn I turn I turn See, see, swi sweet. yeah. Wow. <laughs> <Are you> Seriously, <laughs> uh? it's really like so long uh, Yeah
0: yeah. When... yeah. <laughs> hey Thomas, like, come talk uh. about intro a bit ne? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay sorry, sorry.
2: um I guess okay for people who don't know me I basically uh do content creation in Singapore uh I script right for a local youtube channel come with ideas there and on the site i also compete in gaming tournaments so recently i won silver at the sea games uh for the game starcraft 2 and uh oh. yeah i guess those are like the highlights for this this recent year la. but other than that my background is uh i also started off doing youtube on my own so i started doing a lot of vlogging and I think I was uh, one of the few consistent vloggers at the time when I first started as well. So that was where it kind of like built my journey into the jobs and everything I have now. But yeah. That's, yeah, the, short and, that's the short and sweet intro. Ah. when was your first vlog uh, ever posted? Ever posted? Uh, um, it was... Do Have you, have you all ever watched Warcraft the movie? Ah, uh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah.
2: When the premiere was released, that uh-huh. was my first vlog. So I'm searching Warcraft movie release. It says 9 June. I think I shot my... at like 27th May or something. My oh. first ever vlog was me going to watch the Warcraft preview. Yeah. It so felt I shot like like a 2016 very. 2016. Wow, four years. Four years. Yeah. Wow. Oh, it felt like a very short time ago. But then,
1: like, it's. it's... Yeah. Oh, four
2: years. Because. At I think it felt short because when I first shot my. When, when I shot my first vlog, I was still working in the Smart Local, which was my, I, I went there for internship for poly and mm. then extended as a so, sort of like contract contract extension. And then while I was there, I started my own vlogs because, um, okay, wait, TSL first, right? Uh. Um, I have marketing as my background. So I went in mm, as sales mm. at first. And then after that, because I always got myself involved in the ideation process of things, that's, I, I like to go and tap in and busybody and hey, how about you all try this how about you all try that and after that but my ideas were not too bad so uh, uh. eventually the boss asked me to join the video team so that I can contribute easier like instead of having mm. to like cross departments uh, and then eventually he asked me to do a whole vlog segment for like to start the vlog segment for the smart local nice so I had minimum videography experience and everything. I had one person there who was the who is now like the head of editing. He was the one who taught me everything. This guy called Julian, from the Philippines, super hardworking, super talented oh. guy. And then when I started doing vlogs there, I, I had a specific style in my head which I thought was engaging. So the boss wasn't a big fan of it. He was like, you know, if you do it like this, uh, certain aspects don't come out. Like clients also don't know where to put their, you know, products and their kind of like awareness, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So. I had to edit it to the way he liked, which is nothing wrong. That's what you're supposed to do at a job. But for a person who just started learning about editing and all this kind of thing, right? You want to express your creativity, right? So I decided hmm. to go start my own channel on the site while still working. To like uh and I released a vlog. I think I think I released every day or one every two days at that point in time while I was working to just um like try different editing styles, try different things and kind of proof to myself that Singapore is very fun and all that kind of things. Lah. Yeah. And then that was how my own vlog started. And then after cool. that, NS came and I decided to also continue vlogging through NS. So every time I book out immediately, like, while my friends go clubbing and all the kind of like DJ stuff, nothing wrong. <laughs> um, I just, I went to, yeah, I went to, I want to pick up my camera and then I film film two to three episodes in a weekend and then edit it mm-hmm. and then like cat back into camp to book in and then i have them all uploaded and scheduled through the week already so that it feels like you know i'm i'm uploading uh, through the week and then the next weekend rinse repeat all the wow. way so yeah i i because when you go into ns it's something that really like makes you a bit brain dead so your creativity yeah. really stops so when you do things like when i'm in camp right mm. i will actually write down ideas on my i had a diary I'll write down ideas on my diary of like what I want to shoot on the weekend. If I get ideas, I'll write down and stuff like that.
0: Mm, yeah.
2: Mm, mm. You so, shoot
0: like what? Uh, sketches or...
2: I shot like vlogs. Like whether it was like first time going like Coney Island or like uh, there was kayaking from like Wah. from Sentosa to St. John Island that kind of thing. I filmed Wah. that during NS. Uh, there was like various hikes and various like events. For for example, like uh, if uh what's it called uh, some like night marketing chat to chuck singapore that kind of thing happened yeah, yeah, yeah i'll go and film it also yeah i'll like keep looking out for events effects, like, like keep keep searching online what's happening this weekend what's happening next weekend and then plan plan around it if not uh just film some kind of narrative whether i'm hanging out with friends then explain about what happens in ns that kind of thing without uh, without um like getting myself into trouble uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well wow, but wow, damn! how kings are you? But you're very passionate about this video thing. Uh.
2: Mm, like like I it's really the passion part Like if you if you love doing it and you really want to push yourself, then that's the way to do it. Like without consistency, you you won't get anywhere. Yeah. Makes sense. Curious though,
0: like why like what, what, what keeps your fire burning, you know I mean
2: uh like for my own stuff. Yeah. Just the fact that I is so I I wouldn't say boring, but it's like it it stops your normal life progress.
0: Yeah, no I'm Like no, my, not my
2: biggest, my biggest fear in life ah. is to not have progress. Oh, like if I just sit at home and I know that I'm not improving from one day to the next, or I know that I'm not, uh, impacting some way from one day to the next, I'm very afraid. I get very anxious and everything because of that. So Damn. when when I know that in NS like, I can't progress. All I can do is army right now. Then I I kind of force myself to like okay, I need I need to do something on the weekends. I cannot rest, that kind of thing. Which, again, adds a lot of pressure on you because you don't get the like time off. But learn to balance. Lot. I think it, it comes to a point where you learn to balance.
1: But even before NS, it, before NS, do you still have this mindset, really? Mm, I
2: don't think I had it as... I don't think I knew it as consciously as I did. La. But mm. I know that I always wanted to do stuff. Well... Actually, not so much like. I'm not sure when it started because I'm trying to think mm. back about like primary school days, secondary school days, and so on. Like oh, back back then, I really don't didn't care as much. Like, I guess like, I was just Doing playing a paper general. story like everyone else. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess it really did just start at some point in time. Maybe maybe after my gaming days. So I started picking up gaming and uh, like okay like Everybody game all the way, but like competitive gaming around like year one poly or so. Mm. And then wow. uh, I started like going overseas for tournaments and stuff like that. So I think that created the sense of like, okay, you, you can do something more than the normal mm. routine stuff that uh, is out there. And I think because of that, and I, I, I got used to that mindset of, I always want to do something different. Yeah. How do you even go into competitive gaming one? So it's interesting. Eh? Mm, so... Um, the first game I actually wanted to go competitive was Dota. It was like, you oh, see yeah. all the Dota tournaments happening and you're like, oh, actually, I nice, can get nice, pretty nice. good at this game. And then, like, I play with friends and all that. But we can never practice a lot together because, you know, mm. not every, not all the five members have, like, the same discipline or all that. We just, like, scrimmage with, like, other schools and stuff like that. Lah. But eventually, mm. when my friend um, introduced me to StarCraft 2, it's a 1v1 game and a strategy game and there's so many elements to it. That when I started playing it, I got like super into the game and the whole community behind it was like amazing to the tournament aspect. You just watch like the one play, like the players one by one, like winning. It's just very captivating. So I started practicing more and more and studying the game and all that. Like, I'm not a talented gamer. I'm like the very average person. Hmm. It's just when I went into the game, I was actually the lowest tier, like bronze. Like in CS terms, it's like silver, right? Like silver yeah. one. I was there. Yeah. I was right there at the bottom. And then I just keep studying and practicing and studying and practicing until where I got eventually. And then there was like a SMU, I think SMU, like their cyber club or something, held a tournament, like a LAN tournament. Ah. And then I went there and I beat the strongest player in Singapore at the time. I I was like, I was like a nobody. And then suddenly I just like beat this guy. I didn't even know who he was lah. (laughs) <laughs> apparently someone, they, they told me they told me after that because i only watch the overseas scenes man, so i don't know what's happening locally
0: huh. so like
2: people told me like hey you just beat the like favorite player to win the tournament and then i was like oh is it oh wow cool <laughs> that kind of thing Oops. then that that person's team contacted me to ask me to join them and then from uh. there that team kind of led me into the like okay this is pro gaming here's your cool jersey here are your photo shoots here's your free oh. gear. And you as a kid, you're like, wow, so cool, so cool. <laughs> yeah, and, then, <laughs> and then from then on, it's like more practice. You start to understand what needs to be put into the mm. practice side of things for you to improve even more and for you to compete on a global level. And then <clears throat> and then you just continue from there. Mm. Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. Shit. yeah, I saw that you the C games are. Ah. Mm. Wow, that yes. one must be nerve wracking, all right.
2: Yeah, so SEA Games is a totally different thing. So SEA Games as an esports tournament is actually uh, smaller than a lot of the tournaments out, out there in the esports world, uh, right? Be- be- but it's their first time doing it and it's mainstream media. Correct. So for me, the interesting thing was I am already like half foot, like one foot out of the door for esports already. My my days oh. are done. Like My peak oh. period is done already. The days where I like travel to like Sweden, Spain to compete, they're, they're over. I'm not at the skill level which I used to be at. But... Oh. When I, noticed, uh, when I found out that Sea Games was was going to be on last year, uh, mm. of course, the esports teams and the important people would know first. La. So ah. they told me, uh, I was still a German citizen. I was a Singapore ah. PR. So I couldn't, I couldn't represent Singapore. Ma. Ah. Uh, so for a lot of the regional tournaments, I always like, couldn't join because of the PR thing. But oh. for Sea Games, I knew I had to join. Because I know the Singaporean players are probably not strong enough to win top three. Yeah. So, I changed my citizenship to go and represent Singapore.
0: Damn, son. Yeah. Respect. Because
2: it's like, to me, it's, first of all, Singapore is already my home for the longest time. And it's, it's probably going to be for the, the long future. Lah. And yeah. I really like identify as Singapore already. So it's uh. really a matter of time. I just held on to my German citizenship for a sense of like identity. You know what I mean? Like uh. that was where I was born. I speak it. It's like, wow, well, I German, I cool. But, <laughs> like, <clears throat> um, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to, because I'm very passionate about eSports, I want the right message to be spread throughout the whole thing. So every interview that I'm at, or like even this kind of podcast or podcast with like various news channels, the kind of message that I spread, I feel was very important to empower people who want to do it Mm. or to give them the right message of it's not what you think it is or the kind of effort that needs to be put behind it or the important <coughs> things you need to know to improve yourself. There are a lot of aspects to it which I feel like I have learned because mm. I've went overseas and met so many players compared yeah. to people who are just stuck in this region. Uh. Yeah. Like for example, you wouldn't think about like breathing itself has... Dif- there are different types of breathing to help you focus better in game. For example, you're not supposed to breathe into your lungs. Huh? You need to breathe into your stomach. If you breathe really? into your lungs, a lot of the blood goes up to uh your head, I think. Some 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 something like that. Yeah. Okay. 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 I forgot the specifics already, but like there are uh-huh. techniques. There are techniques to it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like I know you, you you sniping,
0: want... you need to change your breathing.
2: Um, that one is like if to slow down your heartbeat so that yeah. you can sort of slow down time stuff like that. Or, like if you're nervous before the game, there's the three the three breath technique, like three deep breaths to calm yourself down, or like to sigh. To release uh, emotional tension or mm. even like for example you're not supposed to eat during matches because then blood goes to your stomach instead of staying up at your head stuff like yeah. that. there are a lot of like even stuff behind gaming like not gaming focus but it's more like sport science that yeah. needs to be applied like sleep cycles drinking water uh adrenaline levels like for example for me when i play uh. games uh. i cannot drink red bull directly because my metabolism rate is very high. So, I'll always have Red Bull and then, like, uh, water at the side. Then, I'll drink 50-50. <laughs> yeah, correct right, Mixer. No, really, really. I'll drink 50-50 so that my adrenaline is heightened, but it's, I, I don't get a sugar rush. Oh. So, there are a lot of aspects behind it that people don't, don't know about. Or, like, even during practice, you just play the game, right? Yeah. But I can tell you, like, for example, I, I think, like, Dota is the easiest to explain. Like, by 10 minutes... If your last hits don't hit 50, you can quit the game and you can start again already. Something like that. You know, there are benchmarks, like we will take benchmarks against pro players. If I look at this pro player, right, huh. he's playing SF at mid, for example, and at 10 minutes, he already has 60 last hits. And mm-hmm. every game you're playing, you only hit 40. Then why do you still play the rest of the game? You already lost it at the 10th minute. I'll ask you to restart. That kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. it, this is practicing gaming compared to playing games. So, a lot of people have the misconception of like, oh, I just need to play a game well. Like, I can win means I I can go pro. Like, it doesn't work that way. To win a tournament Mm. is a a totally different mindset and, like, capacity. Like, for example, I don't need to be better than you at the game. I just need to be stronger than you in these three games that we're playing on the stage. That's it. (laughs) Right? So, I'm not the best player out there. But Uh. I just need to win you in these three games. That's it.
0: So, it's, Uh.
2: it's it's that kind of, like, mentality, those kind of strategies that you put into it. So, a lot of things behind it that people don't know.
0: Fitness yeah. also, right? Because I see you do mm. all, the, all the fitness stuff on your Instagram, yeah, all, the, so, all your training.
2: Right? Yeah, so, so, stamina is important also because, for example, one Dota game goes on for an hour. Yeah. Right? Um, so, if it's a best of three and you all go all three games and let's say this tournament they messed up, there's no breaks. Then you're playing three hours worth, all the way, right? Oh, fucking say. <laughs> And three hours is no joke. It's no joke. Yeah. I mean, you're not moving your body, but your mental, as in, you are mentally focused. For you, every yeah. second you need to hit that last hit. Ah, uh, it's stressful. <laughs> yeah. Starcraft, same thing. Ah, uh, Starcraft probably even more micro intensive. So yes, every yeah. second you click, there's click, way click, more click, things click. to do. So huh. and we go for best of seven series. So if it goes for all seven games, it's about like two and a half hours. We confirm we'll have breaks, but. Um, you need to have some kind of like stamina. So, whether it's like you want to practice for like three hours straight on one of the days or you want to go out and like, you know, run or work out so that you got the stamina to push through adrenaline rushes and all that kind of thing is yeah. important. Also. So,
0: Actually, yeah. all these are the physical aspects. La. You don't me asking, I want ask about the mental health aspect because, you know, yeah. I'm more of a mental health kind of guy. So, like... Mm. The, how do you deal with the, the anxiety and the stress uh, like you know cause, okay I play Call of Duty but I'm not at your kind of level la. I just play for fun like yeah. to talk shit
2: to little kids but like, <laughs> talks about like, mental health like, warrior but goes on to <laughs> school little kids <laughs> <laughs> no la, like okay
0: like I, I just like to I just like to tell people like hi my name yeah. is uh, Paulina, you know, that kind of shit. Then, then, then on, they on, were like, they like, hit on me and some shit. <laughs> don't you know, take yourself I just a just deeper hole, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> and then, like, okay, so, like, I get anxious. Like, when I play, when I play, let's say, someone show me 1v1, you know, then he not happy me because I talk some shit. Then, yeah. uh, I, I play injury, and I, I get this sense of anxiety, you know, like, this unsettling feeling, like, bye-bye oh, fuck, enemy is coming, you know? Oh, fuck, mm. new quick scope. Oh, fuck, do I have needs? Oh, fuck, yeah. you know that kind of thing? Like, how do you how do you snap out of the the mentality, you know, when you play uh, you know, after the game? In,
2: okay, so, so we're talking about in-game right now, right? Yeah. And I think in-game, it comes from a lot of practice. Oh, when you are oh. very sure of each situation, ah. so instead of, like, it comes to a point where the ideal is that you react off instincts already. Means, even if I'm them tired, my body oh. knows exactly what I need to do because I've been in that situation like 500 times or 1,000 times or whatever. That's fucking you know right crazy. But yeah. for, for example, for C Games, I have oh. never been at C Games. You don't know what oh. the venue looks like. You, oh. don't, know, you don't know who... I, uh, you kind of know who you're going to play. Because like, the top few are yeah. always the top few. But yeah. you don't know what the crowd is going to be like and all that kind of yeah. thing, right? So there's mental rehearsals. So for example, you can sit down and daydream and oh. just imagine yourself on the stage playing and winning. So that's one mental rehearsal technique. The other thing is you can put yourself in even more real situations. For example, what I did was I, I told my team that I definitely have to go and join two Australian tournaments before sea games. Oh. Like usually I won't do that. Like, but I flew down to join like this. The price pool them small. Like it's not worth it. It's probably even if I win first, it just pays back for my, price, uh, for my plane ticket. So it's not worth it to fly down. But oh. to go there and to compete there, you feel what it's like to be in a tournament again. Like, oh. serious situation, you cannot lose, you know, you spend money and effort to come here, that kind of thing. So, mm. when you put yourself in that situation, you get more used to how it's going to be like at, like, C Games, for example. Mm. So, that's the tournament stuff. But yeah, I think uh, in, in games, you definitely still get, uh, like, I still get anxious here and there, like, right before yeah. the game starts, especially, like, yes. wow, the heart pumps them fast. So, for me, it's breathing techniques, oh? The easiest oh. is the three breath, The three mm. like... <sighs> like that. And then three times. It, oh. it helps you reset a lot of the adrenaline in your system. And mm. then you let it race back up later in the game when it gets more intense, stuff like that. But I think the more prominent side of like anxiety that I faced and all that was, was during school times when I started gaming. Oh. And because my priority would be games, school, mm-hmm. then like social life, right? So... Because obviously I need to get like, you know, B's or A's to convince my mom to still let me <clears throat> play games. La. Yeah. So I, I ended <clears throat> up sacrificing a lot of time with friends. Then mm-hmm. because naturally if you're if you're this friend always busy, you start asking the person out less. Right. Yeah. Your your mm-hmm. natural thoughts is always like, ah okay, like you confirm I'm busy or like don't you ask him really? That kind of thing. And because of that I got very lonely. Like I wasn't super close to my family because my parents are divorced, so I live with my mom, but I don't mm-hmm. Uh my mom and my stepdad lah, like, but I don't I can't communicate with her as well because I'm very mm. different. She's very like by the book, super hardworking, very like, you know, um how to say just more conventional mm. and like she pushed through a lot of hardship kind of person. I'm the very like, okay, I function off instincts. I've never finished a book in my life. <laughs> I like uh, hey, yeah, me. I'm very like in kind of like different, like mm. a deviant in life kind of things, in life's pursuits. So It was difficult to communicate. So, I always rely on friends. So, when you take that support system out, right, then you're left alone and it just becomes super, super Mm. scary. So, during that time, I like, I just uh, kind of dive even deeper into gaming. Whenever I feel stressed, I just, I practice. Because then, your whole focus needs to be on the game and you Mm. you think of nothing else. So, it was like, at the same time, as it was a pursuit, it was also my form of escape from everything else. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. Yep.
2: Yep. but on other note if
1: anybody wants to start like uh, the competitive gaming way right? where, where mm. is
0: their
2: first step to go
0: huh? oh yeah Aero play PUBG Your yeah, first uh, step
2: honestly <laughs> is so, like, to, don't to play competitive. honestly is to look out for local tournaments I think local tournaments is always like how you first get like you first or get this. your taste of what it's like to compete and you first mm. get noticed like if you if you join like uh, like imagine Yellow, it's like if I join my first tournament and I place top 3 already and I take mm. out some big names it's like confirm some team in Singapore will notice you and, and if right. no team in Singapore notices you then it means that there's no scene here like mm. there's no there's no brands which want to pick up the game or no teams which want to like uh, handle mm. a player of the game so is it viable for you to play the game competitively probably not you know what I mean? It's like, wow, my Tetris is damn good. You know, I'm number one Tetris player in Singapore, but do brands really care about Tetris? No, not shitting on Tetris like, is a fucking hard game, like, but yeah, you you get what I mean, right? The viewership yeah, is yeah, yeah. not high. It's like, you want to be an NBA star or you want to be a, God knows, I'm trying to think of a, like I'll a maple story, maple
0: story, maple story, maple
2: story. Yeah, it's a, some other sport which is like what the hell is that you know what like mini golf yeah you wanna be an NBA Uh style or mini golf you can be number one mini golf in Singapore but it can mean nothing you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. but definitely not easy
0: for you to break the news to your family right like you know like you know people will be like mom dad I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be a marketer mom dad I'm gonna be a a HR specialist but Uh mom dad I'm gonna be a gamer that's that's a big one you know oh yeah Uh,
2: no go (laughs) was a full <laughs> I got. I say this story a lot of times I got cut off When I when I started gaming It was like They were so against it Then my my, my point was always That I can earn money really? uh, So she mm. cut me off Like my mom just called me up, Okay you own yourself Then so, I Yeah every weekend I would play online cups And stuff like To earn money And then when When I really cannot win Then I would have to do things To get my mom to give me Like okay lah Like 50 bucks Or something like that You know Um so it's not, it's not as bad as I make it sound, but yeah, lor, I, there was the pressure from, from my mom's side. And then the, there were days where she's come in and she's like picked up my monitor and just smashed it on the floor because I wow. was practicing at like 3am, that kind of thing. So a lot of tension at home. Hmm. Uh, but eventually I just kept pushing at it. Like I didn't care. I just, I wanted, this is what I wanted to do. So I just kept doing it. And then uh, she, eventually she became tolerant of the idea law. Also, when she started seeing me win, like, bigger prize pools and traveling overseas, stuff like that. Like, she saw that, okay, even if I'm not going to earn a lot of money, mm. at least I'm experiencing the world. So, I think mm. she started to see, like, the positive sides of things. La. But if you're only going to win, like, a couple hundred bucks a month with gaming, I don't think you're going to, like, convince anyone. Like, it's almost impossible for you to convince your parents that, to to let you do this. Like, com- like Singapore is just different, lah. Like our, the way our parents think, the way our society works and all is, is different. So, the amount of hard work you want to put in there, and the amount of sacrifice for you to want to like go pro, very different, very different. But when I eventually, so this is the transition, right? So, ah. I was in TSL uh, on my internship. I was still playing games a bit. um, And then I started dating this girl and <laughs> I broke up with this girl and then I started losing all my tournaments at like like, right before the qualifying matches, right, I'll lose, like, 2-1 or, like, 3-2. Like, i always lose. Like. So, if I'm putting in, like, 12-14 like hours a week into a game and I'm not getting, like, top three or I'm not qualifying for the big matches, like, is it still worth it? So, I asked myself that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought probably not, right? Even though I'm at a decent level, it's not, it's not worth it. So, I started to put it on, like, a hobby side. And also because mm-hmm. I'm entering NS, la, so I started to put it more on a hobby side and I started YouTube. YouTube had the same kind of like creative competitiveness. Like you had to always challenge yourself with new ideas and all that kind of thing. So I thought that was also a very good outlet. So uh, I started doing that and then I started holding, putting a back foot on gaming and then that's how my YouTube journey started. Yeah. And then with the same things that I said just now, la, you now know, trying out different things and blah, blah, blah. And then eventually picking up to get like clients and things like that so,
0: yeah so throughout all this like the filming they are your parents are more supportive la right
2: yeah of course it's like to them it's a it's a hard is it called hard skill right it's yeah. like you you can film like in case i don't get a job you can still go out and film for people and stuff like, like they're very in a sense in that sense it's very practical yeah oh, so that's yeah. also why they will make me play piano like i'm a I'm grade 8 in piano, because they say, like, okay, in case you don't get a job, you can go out and teach. Like, it's always like, in case you got this, in case you got this, that kind of thing. Very practical, very practical, which is, I think, typical Asian parents, lah. yeah. So, they were obviously way more supportive, and also because um I don't communicate with them a lot. So, mm. when I create vlogs, right, that was yeah. also in my head when I started vlogs, it's like, I don't need to, when I come home and I want to shut myself in my room, yeah. they can still watch my videos to understand what happened in my daily oh. life and also of course, my family lives all over the world like my dad and my brother in germany i have friends in like australia and then my grandparents in china who can't watch youtube mm. on their mind <laughs> but, like they can they all can see what's going on with my life through the vlogs so i think that there's there are so many elements to why vlogging was great for me yeah
0: Nowadays, like, how are you? Like, I'm very curious now. You you share so much about the, the history and the
2: past. The past is all the struggles. Like, yeah, so man. I but think...
0: now you... I think now,
2: you a, you're a better place right now. I think so-so. I think uh, life is... You, you. I think eventually you just realize that you will never figure out life. Right. Like, it's just this constant moving puzzle that just messes it with everyone. But, yeah, now I, I think... I'm at a stable I'm at a more stable part Like because I I basically don't focus as much As on my own YouTube channel I work for a a company They are proper business Uh So every month I don't have to worry about a paycheck So that That part of the anxiety is out Right (laughs) So It's basically just that YouTube channel And then my own like You know gaming here and there I just take leave And then I play tournaments Here and there So additional income And all that Um. So but the problem is with this kind of routine things it's hard to find fulfillment. Ah, so I, I see the value in in my work at uh the comedy channel, right? It helps, you know, other people relieve stress like if I come home from a long day and I just want to watch something stupid online like boom, you have you have content. So there is something that we're giving back. But I for my own YouTube channel like the reason why I even joined was because I wanted to rebrand it. I wanted to focus on like social issues and like bigger, like more different video content and stuff like that, which isn't really being done out there right now. So the fact that I'm not doing that makes me also feel anxious. Like I should be doing more, but I'm not there yet. Or like whether my skills, do my skills even allow me to be able to shoot those kind of videos that I want to shoot, that kind of thing. So like, I feel like I'm not in my final form yet. I'm not in my super same mode yet, but uh, I'm slowly getting there. Like, my eye is still on the goal and I just hope that I can reach the goal. Yeah. I, I started to understand, like, if as much as you should push yourself to mm. do what you want, but if you push yourself too much, it, it becomes a... How to say a, I, I feel okay, maybe the easiest way is to explain true cars. <laughs> if you press the pedal too hard and huh. you want to start up, you want to start your car in gear three, right? Ah. your car will just explode and will just stop. But you need <laughs> yeah. to go from gear one to gear two to gear three to gear... Like, yes. you need to start slow. So, yeah. even mm-hmm. though now the progress is very slow, I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay with just knowing that as long as I'm taking steps towards it, as long as I'm like, you know, moving is is enough. Mm. So, I, I try to convince myself of that. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you want to do next time? Like the you know,
0: What's the goal? Mm,
2: so, the... <clears throat> my most... Most likely, the, the, uh, the closest thing I might shoot soon, maybe not this year because no one cares about any other thing than COVID right now was, <laughs> actually, I, I, I talked to the people and like I had a meeting with myself and like the organizations last year uh, was to film one plastic bottle's journey from the moment you throw it into the trash, into it becoming a product. Mm. So I am, I'm someone who's like, you know, I care about recycling but I'm not super active. I'm not the, wow, at home need like three beans and like, if I drink a can, I need to go and wash it and I throw it into the recycling bin immediately. I'm not that kind of person. I'm a very average recycler. I am aware of the issue, but I don't do enough. So I wanted to create something for me to understand if if I throw this plastic bottle into the trash versus I throw this into the recycling bin, what's the difference? Like, does it matter? Because recycling is seen as such a big issue, Mm -hmm. but so, it's very hard for you to feel like I make an impact. But mm. if I can show you that one bottle can turn into this potentially, then now you'll feel like, oh, every time you hold a plastic bottle in your hand, it's like, oh, this can become something. So, now mm. you become more aware of like whether you want to recycle it or not. So, this wow. is just recycling as an issue. It's yeah. to bring the macro issue down to a, micro, to a small level so that it creates gratification for the, per, the people who are you know, thinking about the problem, yeah. and then of course there's other issues that I want to talk about, mental health, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. other stuff. Poverty, yeah, recently I just did a... diversity this kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Recently I just did a post on three seven seven eight. You know, mm. very like there are so many very very interesting topics out there that you know not a lot of people are talking about because you know taboo because. And I really appreciate that you are going through, like, you are, you are really taking steps towards making, making things that, that, you know, Singaporeans like you and me can, can enjoy. Ah. But, yeah. like, <clears throat> recently I got a lot of hate. Ah. So, like, this question has been on my mind. Ah. Like, mm. like, like, why? Just like, you know, because a lot of most people, most Singaporeans just do a 8 to 5, 9 to 5, you know. My motivation is different than uh, Arrows and different than yours. Because ah. yeah. my motivation is that I don't want to do boring things. <coughs> I want to be interesting. I want to have fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So like, what is your why?
2: Like, why I want to do what I want to do. Yeah, why we
0: want to help Singaporeans.
2: Yeah. Mm, I don't think it's limited to Singaporeans. eh? I think it's just to anyone. Like, if you think about this content, it can be, it can be applied. Like, you can watch it and even if I'm watching it from Germany, it matters, right? Yeah. Right? Like, what, what a bottle can become or like, I feel like the reason why I'm also okay with delaying my content is because it's quite evergreen. Whether I watch this content in five years or five years ago or right now, the value is the same. True. It's not like, it's not a topic where I hop on the trend and if the trend is gone, my, my content is worth jack shit. Yes. Right? Yes. So this kind of content, like, it's okay to take it slow. It always mm-hmm. matters and it always can make an impact in certain ways. Okay, but the why, the why part... Um, so I am getting deep here lah, but mm, let's go. I, uh I used to be the kid who like the, the annoying kid who thinks about life a bit too much. I think some <laughs> a lot of people would understand what how that's like uh like you yep. go to church and then you like yeah, yeah. Stay I with see. Your God. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I believe in God, but like, mm, I don't know, I like, can't huh, shit. <laughs> um yeah. So I, I thought to myself, what is the meaning of life? Yeah. So the Poof. way I uh, there's really not too much to the meaning, but the purpose side, I found yeah. an answer, at least for myself, which is, it can be summed up into two things, experience and expression. So experience is the stuff coming in. Expression mm. is the stuff going out. So for mm. me, my experiences are very like, okay, I like to experience new things. You you can, you can come different things Like For example, for you learning something is an experience. Me sitting yeah. in classroom, that's an experience. Now then, once you experience something, there's always the expression part. So how do you want to express how you how what you've learned? So is it to get good grades? That is an expression. Because then you get the hundred points, you know, that's that's all the value that you're gonna get out of those good grades really. Or yeah. do you want to like become a mathematician? That's your expression, you know, that kind of thing. So different people have different forms of expression. I like to yeah. express through video, storytelling, stuff like that, to impact people in a different way to see the world. Right? So my my whole i feel like kind of like meaning of like how how do i put this um the whole reason i feel like i'm on this earth is to experience as much of earth as possible like i feel like that's the that's the most beautiful part about life it's Mm. not the i don't care about politics i don't care (laughs) about like the i don't know like mm, how to put like trends that happens here and there but i care about for example. I live in a metropolitan city, but mm. I will never understand how a farmer would live like in China or like I will never understand how a coal miner would live in Egypt. Stuff like that, you know. Mm. And those are the things that I want to go and see. Like there's so much of the world out there, but we are just stuck here. Yeah. Mm. So that to me is is my part which I want to experience as much as possible. And then the expression part I want to show as many people because not everybody can do this. Not everybody yes. can travel around and just like film all this and stuff like that. So if they have the limitation, I want to show them all there is about the world. That that's like my mm. big life goal. But for example, this sounds damn cool, right? But yeah. you, it, it, mm, the the point I always make is there are a lot of YouTubers who always say like, "Oh, dream big, chase your dreams," blah 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 blah. blah. But there comes a huge stress with this kind of stuff. Like it sounds cool, but. It's very stressful for you to plan days and there's a lot of like money, capital investments and blah, 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 blah. So life is actually way simpler and easily content with if you just do that 9 to 5 and have a stable lifestyle. So let me put the same experience and expression thing, right? Your experience is maybe diminished from like, okay, you don't have all these like big ass like adventures and whatever. Crazy shit, yeah. Yeah, but you're you're doing your 9 to 5, it's more routine. Because your expression into something else, your expression is into family and your expression is into the kid or like, you know, to have a kid and like to support the family. That's your form of expression. And your experience is in the same kind of things that they bring to you, you know. makes sense? So it's a, it's a cycle. La. So what, you, what you're taking and what you put out, it, it just goes in different ways. For me, it's very, if you realize, it's a bit more selfish. It's, yeah. it's about me. I want to experience this. I want to express this. But to a person who's doing a regular, more routine job, it's more like I I experience and like I do my job, but my expression is towards like, you know, my kids, my family and stuff like that. It's more it's not as big of a like impact, but it matters. It still matters as equally as much as what I'm talking about. Yeah. So people always see like the YouTube or the media side as very cool, but I actually very much uh also envy like the mindset and the kind of lives that routine like more routine lifestyles have because mm. it's it's just simpler. you can be content by way less. These people who are like chasing adventures is like their adrenaline level is just spoiled that's why they always need to chase something more like the reason why people need to stay on top of a roof to feel something is like something is spoiled in their mm. in their emotions that's why they need to do that. You don't need to do that. You can just like, okay, appreciate what they put on video and that's it. You don't need to do that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, it's really different people have different lives or different people have different uh, goals and all that. Not one goal is cooler than the other. Not one accomplishment is cooler than the other.
0: Yeah. Damn, son. That, that went hella deep but I appreciate mm-hmm. the sentiment. That's a really damn good damn good way to, to see life because uh, I believe that uh, nothing has value unless you give it. And, like, the way mm. you view, view the world really makes it makes it very logical and very, very... Honestly, quite inspiring uh, to hear that, you know, mm. like, everyone is actually doing the same shit, just doing how only, you know? Yeah, like, For you, yeah. it's uh, more adventures, more crazy, more flashy stuff. But yeah. for 9 to 5, it's more warm, more homely kind of stuff. Yeah, where they, It's like... They,
2: Mm, it's like actually that's the reason why I feel very awkward when people like ask like you know kids sometimes they'll see like some YouTube figure then they'll ask Ah. them to take pictures with because I feel like I'm no different from anybody else it's like okay fame is a tool or is more like a product of what we do in media like (laughs) Bopian got a bit of fame because to me it's it's not a good thing I still want to walk around the streets like a normal person (laughs) yeah not not that a lot of people ask me for pictures or anything like but here and there, like when kids come up to you and ask you for pictures, I find it a bit weird because they talk to you as if you're someone very different from them. Oh. But I am much I feel much easier when, for example, the way I met Hope was like uh-huh. he just come up to me and just chit-chat. And then when uh when he found out that I was a YouTuber, then he just asked me about YouTube. That's the normal thing, right? If you tell me oh. like, oh, you're an engineer, I'll start to ask you like, oh, like what kind of things do you like focus on which which kind of like industry do you focus on that kind of thing right? That's the normal mm-hmm. conversation. It's not like you tell me, oh, I'm engineer. I'm like,
0: Whoa, engineer.
2: Whoa, so quick <laughs> Like, <laughs> See, <my laughs> you know what I mean? is like, <laughs> <conversations>, eh? <laughs> them, them weird, right? So it's like to me, YouTube is no different from any other job. It's just oh, it's just different. That's it. Okay. So yeah, lo, It's like no no one's. It's true that we have the you know different earnings or whatever, but no one job is more important than the other job lah. Hmm. I or I like I like to see that we of course haters are gonna say like oh doctor more important than whatever okay okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, was the weirdest,
1: what was the most weirdest? like interaction that you had?
2: Um weirdest interactions uh, or, well, or the surprising top of head, or I okay. can. not off the top of my head, I can't really remember. Okay, surprising one I have. Oh, when I started oh, yeah. vlogging, when I first started vlogging for like, mm. I think it was maybe like eight months, no, like six, seven months in was my uh-huh. first year during like December or something. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm like this guy with like less than 10K subs, right? Uh. And I was vlogging at like a Christmas uh, kind of like event. And then there was a, a fan. And then she just started crying when she saw me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, at the same time, I'm just like, uh, like it's cool because I know that I can make this person's day by just talking to them and like taking a picture with them, and like she'll be so happy. Ooh, just but by standing same, there, <laughs> yeah, like, like the the good thing is that once they see if, if they see you and they take a picture with you, they're so happy, and ah. how little does that take out of me? It takes me nothing yes. to give them the happiness, so that that's ah. amazing, but at the same time, it's like. I do not deserve this. Like, at no <laughs> means am I a person of, of like, at a level who should make Ooh. you cry. Like, I am a normal person. That kind Ooh. of thing. So, I think that was super surprising to me but at the same time, it's like, yeah, kind of kind
0: of. Well, cool. I, saying, I thought I'll make it at least to top three. Yeah. I thought it was quite weird.
2: <laughs> yeah, Hope was, Hope was hella weird. It's just them cock. Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first
2: time I meet him, I, I was like, talking to my friend. I think, oh, the person that I am cock. I <laughs> am <laughs> My friend was just telling me like how oh, you need to invite him onto your show. Like you need to invite him to act for Wapanana sometimes. I was like, yeah. yeah. Someday, someday, someday. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So how we met was, eh, I haven't tell you, right? okay, how we met was like climbing. Then mm. uh I just saw this guy climbing with uh, with a uh, with another friend. Then mm. I was like, because climbing in the community is very warm man, so they just talk cock ma. Then I bought la, yeah. my friend climbing, there, nothing do. Then you see people on the wall, then you just shout, Ale, or something like that. And <laughs> then like, you know. I just see see this guy, then he look looks interesting like kinda like Amor, not Amor, then Chinese, not Chinese. <laughs> then I go, Hello, hello, how are you? Hey, new ah, you're so new, ah? hey. Ah <laughs> Then then I see him climb, then you know, point out a bit, then talk, then keep laughing. Then cause whenever I whenever I finish when I climb onto the, the wall, right? My my tagline is I'll, I'll shout shout out to my haters, cause <laughs> cause uh, like I will I will succeed I, will fi- I want to finish the climb. Then I'll shout out to my haters. Then I complete the climb. Then <laughs> then he keep he just keep laughing at like stupid shit. Then <laughs> when people jumping off the wall right, I always shout, "Hey, do a backflip!" <laughs> yeah, he has all the
2: stupid comments for every single situation. <laughs> Maybe my friend just down there enjoying. Oh.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was a good yeah. time. Like, I like having good times. Well. Like, if I just sit down there quiet, quiet, that'd be so fucking boring. Like, why not just, just fucking talk shit? <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. What's the worst that can happen? Someone good. tell me, oh, excuse me, can- Good, good <laughs> energy, good energy. Good vibes, yeah. good vibes. Always <laughs> need these kind of people around. Yeah. So, you do a I, video, I, and then you comment on, on things. Yeah. <laughs> like, things. Like, I mean, like, um, it's like, I feel like not everyone... If if everyone was super like censored around people like then then life is very boring. Right? Yeah
0: dude. If you, have, if no if you have some
2: people to just break like there is no ice to begin, right? He he runs in like don't even need to break the ice one, there's just no ice at all and he's just freaking hot all the time. It's just funnier, it makes it seem like you know this person for damn long already and it's just yeah, yeah. nice feeling.
0: <laughs> yeah. I thought maybe the top threes, yeah, I don't even remember me, want well, Thomas heart pain bodo. But- <laughs> Kima!
2: <laughs> One time meet, eh? hello!
0: Yeah, man, man. Wait until you're climbing can, can go back we'll you go back You cry for again. me, or
2: next time you're climbing that time, you the gym, cry for me. <laughs> Sorry, ah, I'm not that big of a fan, ah. it's okay, lah. Huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Shit. You hey, all should play ball together, excited. I'll I go and see, siah. I'll bring popcorn to go see you all play ball. Sure. Siah. You just. Yeah, very competitive, I, 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 I think Thomas is very competitive. Like yeah, so you, you fight.
2: Wait. No, one, 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 one. Well, the people hey, the People who play at Burma are strong here. Okay? They're strong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been a it's, while. Been, yeah, I, I didn't play for three months and then, like, you know, COVID, like, obviously, and then, uh, like, we just went back two days ago. Wow. My whole body hurts, yeah, after that. I play like two games, I'm like panting like like, (laughs) that. But I'm trying to suppress it so that my you know, the guy who's attacking don't think that I'm gonna lag on defense. (laughs) (laughs) Try to keep quiet. Oh my god. Then I had to defend this one guy who, he plays for club one. Then he oh. plays, I think he was playing powerful. So he's a very aggressive guy. Well wow, he used his shoulder, straight bump into the solar oh. plexus. It was like a second game. I was like, wow. Oh. <laughs> but he's like, it's still friendly. He's like, hey, you kid. Okay, nah? I'm, like, mm, I'm good, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I turn around, I cough. Like, <laughs> <"But> I'm good. <laughs> 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 you want him sick, that? I don't know. I, I don't know. It.
0: Good, but, I'm but one I'm one nine three but I can never find a passion to play basketball. Ah. Wow, shit, your man. height
1: is great there yeah, for basketball. Crazy man. Yeah I won't
0: feel way like you it's stupid to, to like, you know, have like people get the sense of a few more when the ball goes through a circle. Then I'm like, why? Hmm.
2: Like, Maybe you need to start dunking then you'll know how it feels, eh? Tall people people find fulfillment when they start dunking, then you're like, oh, oh, this, yeah, it's like full dominance over everybody below. (laughs) 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 The The feeling must be great. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I ever know how that feels, but. (laughs)
1: Arrow, 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 arrow.
2: positional
0: player? Uh,
1: power forward. Yeah. Yeah, I play
2: shooting shooting guard or small forward. Yeah.
0: Ah, okay. Small forward like LeBron James, right?
2: Yeah, I'm the shooter. I, I like to shoot from like deep, deep 2s I'm that guy. The mid-range. Eee. Yeah.
0: Those, those, you might pretend... Okay, would be quite fun. Make me fall down one fucker, I got trauma. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, wait, uh, honestly, I think it's about two. It's about time.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, You need to go already, oh, Thomas.
2: Uh, yeah, I can still hang around for a bit. Don't need to worry. If I really need to go, I'll let you all know. So oh, if you've okay, got more questions, okay. can just... You
0: want to end the episode then with you? Oh yeah, sure.
2: Alright, yeah. so
0: uh, thank you so much Thomas for, for having mm-hmm. tra- chilling with us today. Uh, hope you had fun. I had fun yes. myself and I learned oh, a lot. Good talk. Good Arrow, talk. it was a good time?
1: Yep. Yeah, so you, send uh, you all do right. your normal thing? Yes.
0: So if you're not feeling well, not feeling oh, I great, can hear not the, I feeling... can
1: hear the music now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just nice, just nice. Emotional <laughs> moment. See,
0: you're not feeling well you're not feeling great you're feeling alone and you know feel like you're down in the dumps you're not alone you can always drop us a message at mental dumbbells on uh, Instagram on uh, Facebook on uh, whatever fuck you wanna, you wanna talk to us cause we know how it feels to be alone and to be broken and uh, we don't want you to feel that alone again if you're feeling lonely you can always listen to another episode of podcast but if you need someone to talk to you drop us a message we got your back my name is Sien.
1: My name is Arrow, and,
2: and... Thomas. Thomas! Oh, oh, I'm th- I didn't know I was following this outro at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My name is still Thomas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you for
0: watching. Yay! Yeah, bye! Yeah.